Hi, this is Carlo with 4GQ TV, and we are doing a very special interview today um, with Caroline from As Does Falls. But before we get into that real quick, just introduce Dion, uh, co-host on this. And Caroline, I just have to say, I have played As Does Falls. It's amazing. There is so much dialogue and and so many paths that it yeah, I can't believe you guys pulled this off this was this is great so first question is how did you get into um, the game industry and and where you are now right um so it started for me after like I finished my studies like I was I had no idea I could be a game designer but I found the leaflet that was like oh that sounds interesting. And I had played Omicron, the Nomad Soul. I realized it was made by a French studio. So I just like knocked there and got my chance. And I really learned the job on the, I mean, I learned the, being a designer on the job, really. That was a while ago, more than 20 years ago. Um, and then I, I was a lead game design. I started game designer on Fahrenheit in Indigo Prophecy. And then I was lead game design on Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls. Uh, then after that, I came to the UK eight years ago. I worked for Sony for a couple of years on games like um, Blood and Truth and uh, Hidden Agenda, a little bit at the very beginning at the concept phase. Uh, and then I thought, well, I've got this concept I really believe in. And it's time, it's now or never, basically. So I made the, the jump from the Sony boat and started Interior Night and started pitching around with just like me and, and a PowerPoint and a friend and we just went there um, and we managed to sign a deal and from there uh, started the studio with you know people I worked with before that I really en enjoyed working with so veterans from the industry uh, but now there's like 50 of us and it's people coming from all horizons really from the games industry for from the film industry illustration so it's all storytellers from all um cultures and backgrounds so it's, it's really exciting and i can't believe we put out our first game in the world so it's so it's thrilling how exciting is that right um and you putting out your first game and you've been through seems like you got a lot of history there and you was able to drive past and and, and this project currently um, uh, just like Carlos, it is amazing. I, I, I typically love narrative-driven games, you know, Detroit Becomes Human, uh, you know, Beyond Two Souls. Those are my favorites, not just because of the choices influence everything, but the story, how it compels you to really care about the characters involved. And, and you gotta have some talented writers <laughs> to put this together, like um, as uh, addictive as these stories are. Um, so, you know, how do you go about putting something together like this particular project and as um, impactful as it is? And I'm saying like people that never really play these type of games, I said, listen, it's on Game Pass, give it a try. And they're like, man, this is fire. And it's like, you, you get what I'm saying? The impact is huge. So how do you go about picking the right people to be able to literally put a masterpiece, I call it, um, like this together. Well, well, thank you for that, for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been that, you know, for 
for us, it starts with the story, but also because I'm a game designer by trade, like it's the kind of experience you want to create for players. So we thought like, how do we maximize the emotional engagement? And stories obviously are great for that, but you know, you don't want the mechanics to go in the way, to get in the way. So we went for very lean and approachable gameplay. Because as you say, it's for gamers who don't necessarily play that type of game, but also for people who don't consider themselves gamers. So there's like no game over, no 3D navigation, uh, and the no game over thing, I think it's, it's, I'll just take that as an example because it's, um, it makes the story flow and you never interrupt the connection with the character, with what's going on, but it adds, it adds difficulty in the writing, first of all, but also it adds, I think, intensity for the player experience because you know you're going to have to live with the consequences of your choices. Right. We're not going to tell you, ah, try again. Um, but I think it makes it even more approachable for people who are non-gamers because they're not used to being told, oh, hold on, that wasn't right, start again. It just flows all the time. And the way, you know, it's, it's hard to, I'm very proud of the team we have. We've got very talented writers like Bright Kane and Phil Jackson. Uh, Brad used to work at Telltale, he worked at Pixar as well. Like Whoa. they're really talented. Um, they, they've got, but more than that, they've got a deep understanding of narrative design, which is writing stories with branches so that you give players narrative space so that they can really tailor their journey and take the characters on the journey and give them the arc they feel is right for them. And that's like, it, it doesn't necessarily show when you play because you experience the story linearly, but if it gets satisfying, uh, that's because we enable you to really craft the story as you like. And I think that's like super powerful. It's something no other medium can offer. You know, like video games bring that power to the experience, makes it more immersive, more personal. And it's just a leaning experience instead of lean back when you watch a show. You, your mind is engaged, but you're still leaning back. With us, the schools, you've got to lean in because anything can happen. Right. And it, and it can happen. It's, you can, you know, I mean, you could adjust the times, but um, yeah. it is a thing. Uh, and I was going to say, like uh, you mentioned narrative design, even graphically. Um, I know a lot of people on the surface, they, they see it as um, like a painting, but honestly, the character designs are like real people, like real people, not a, a you know, cookie cut, you know, uh, this person here. No, there. It seemed as if you took a family or a bunch of people, and it's like I'm gonna design it off of these people because it's like you can really reflect and see yourself in these individual people in all these scenarios, every single one of them. And and it's like, what would you do if you were in that situation? Like, and it because it's kind of it makes you believe that it's not even a game anymore. It's like, what would you do personally? And I think that is very hard to invoke that kind of emotion. And you guys did it so excellently um, within this game. Um, and, you know, to me, it was, I, I just, I didn't realize how impactful it is for me. And again, it's, it, it hits home on a lot of um, 
a lot of the content and scenarios I won't go into because I don't want nobody to judge me, but it's it is very personal for sure. Um, and I, I'll turn it over to clowns. I just wanted to mention that it's, it's, it's so good. It's hard to describe. <laughs> I'm, and you know, I'm really happy you're saying that because for me, that means at least with you, we've achieved what we set up for because like having, you know, these real life situations, real people that you can relate to, see from different perspective because you switch playable character. That's like the main goal because what's really cool with interactive stories is that when you make decisions, if you feel empathy for the character, you will like put a bit of yourself in every decision. And then you know what the game does at, at the end of every chapter, surfacing your values and your traits. It's not like for me, it's because that when you make decisions, it, it taps into your core values and who you are as a person. And surfacing that at the end of each chapter, and the more you play, you know, the more you, you build your personal insights. It's great because that we sometimes, we don't know how we operate in life necessarily on what basis. And that game allows you to have like revelations, like self-consciousness about what is important in your life and helps you hopefully making decisions in your life moving forward because you know this is part is important for you. Uh, and it's such a great way also, I think, to connect with people you love and you play with because suddenly you have discussions around about like, deep themes you know like right, family right. what is important to you that so you sometimes don't have the occasion to talk about these things with people you live with or truthfully just a, about it like open yeah. and honest about it right absolutely yeah that's true yeah i'm sorry can you off there go ahead i just wanted to say that um from my experience when i played the game i resonated very well you know i felt when i took over the character uh, and the Holt scenes, um, I resonated with the younger brother and yeah. I, I almost felt his struggle of like where his loyalty lies and where his morals lie. And I think that the team did a fantastic job of putting you into that emotional space of like, what would you do if you were in this situation? And it's just really amazing. And I want to ask you, how did you create the characters? Like, how did you um, design them, draw them out, or or take the images for them? Well, it started with like you know us knowing that we had this setup of a hostage situation, and we wanted like relatable real life people, so like a family man with a young daughter um, and his wife, and you know I had personally just moved country. So I had this kind of connection to what they're doing, like trying to, um, you know, start over in a new state. And I thought, so there's, there's obviously there's a bit of everyone in the team in this story, but that started like that. And then the other family, the Holtz are the most desperate family. So we built like the character web with these oppositions. Um, because it creates that conflict in the story, but also because we knew you would be switching point of views and then see that everyone, you know, good people make bad, bad decisions, bad people make good decisions. No one in their own, you know, when you think about yourself, like everybody thinks about themselves trying to be 
doing the right thing. So I think if you switch point of view like that, that was really important to, just to show different perspectives on the world and get people on that feel empathy for these people was like, that was our key motivator really. And, you know, having Vince as well as like a, a main okay. character, that he's just a normal dude, you know, he's, he's not winning, clearly not. And that was important because like when you play him, you don't feel like you're gonna be this superhero going gang ho in a situation. I see people playing really carefully, like you know, really being cautious about what's happening in the motel and trying to really placate everybody and making sure everyone's safe, which is basically they react to the situation as they would in real life more than in a game. And I find it really interesting for me. That's a win when I see that. I love that because uh, it's just deep. And it's, you know, it's elevating the, the, the medium, the video game medium as well, because it can provoke this kind of reactions and engagement. Yeah, I feel, I, I agree. Uh, Vince is my guy, right? Um, <laughs> you know, I see a lot of myself in him. You know, you just want to protect your family. You want to do whatever it takes to make sure they get out, you know, especially the little girl, man. That's, you know, that's my yeah. heart. And, um, you know, he has struggles in his marriage and everything, but, you know, he still loved his family at the end of the day. And that's, that's kind of the thing. Like we all have, nobody's life is perfect. We all have these wrinkles. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's kind of what I'm saying is it, that's how it hit home. It's like you all were able to capture uh, us, not even, not, not just everything, but just enough to punch through that wall and say, hey, this is what really happens um, in families and situations can happen so quickly. And you're not ever prepared for these things. Like these events are insane. And even though it was enjoyable, entertaining and everything, it does raise your, um, uh, I'm not sure how to articulate it, but it feels like you're getting keyed up because you you're kind of um, on edge. Like you don't want, I don't want Vince to die. I don't want, you know what I mean? You're like, what, what can I do to ensure that my family's safe, but also keep me safe? In other words, I'm embodying this character and you guys did such a great job, man. I, I, I have no words, but just tell people, you know, just you need to install this game. It's one of those, those adventures, seriously. Um, and I and I think thank you all for you know uh, blessing us and giving us the opportunity to enjoy your mindset and your projects because um, you know it's it's one of those gems. I think I'm not going to say it out loud, but I think it's contender for you know uh, one of those Game of the Year awards. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah <laughs> fingers crossed here too. I I think it it definitely deserves it. it definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely deserves it. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you was the getting into the voice acting. The voice acting is so integral to this game. It's so it's such a big part of this because there are emotions behind these voices, which really draw you in further than just the artwork and the style and, and design of the story. How did you um cast the voice actors or how did you look for particular character traits in their voices 
Yeah, I think it's a really good point. I think because with the art style we have, where, you know, we've got like stripped back animation, it gives a lot more space for voices and audio design and music because it kind of fills the gap and gives like depth to the world as well. So we were like very, very, um, we put a lot of care in the voice acting. So some of the, um, all the actors we cast were based in London because we're based in London and there's a great pool of actors in London. So the, the voice, the, sorry, the visual performance is all done by uh, actors based around where we are in London. Uh, and some of them are Americans. So they were able to do the voice, for example, Jane Perry, she's playing Sharon um, and she's also voicing Sharon. Um, and then for the ones who couldn't uh, pull off, they're all great actors, by the way, uh, but the ones who couldn't do an American accent, the convincing one, we had um, some of the voice actors uh, based in London from Americans based in London or in LA. And I remember like specifically, for example, uh, uh, Vince voice actor, uh, Elias uh, to fix this, is such, you know, is usually in this more like manly kind of mm -hmm. roles because like he played in the he voiced the sex in uh, etc. But he did like such a wonderful drama uh, table read. I was like, that's the guy. That's clearly the guy because he's got such like nuanced and you know grounded performance. We didn't go for the. Sometimes you see in video games, it's a bit bigger than life or melodramatic. Like we really um, steered it towards like TV drama. So we were like playing the lines, you know, usually in games you, you read line by line. Sometimes it's for several reasons, but we went through like, you know, playing scenes entirely. So the actors can really invest the emotional stakes of the moment. I think it shows in the game, like you can feel it, like it's really lived in performance. It's, I would say that it's very well done. And it's almost like, and this is another question on top of that, is that when they did the voice acting on the lines, were they in the same studio together? Did you have to get them together to respond to each other? We couldn't because it was COVID. Oh, uh, yeah. So that was painful. But I was like in, every single sessions and we had this like uh, so we worked with side and they had this uh, wonderful tool where you could have uh even if we recorded the day before we had the the cues from the actor that were played in real time for the actors that was that was uh, recording on the day so that helped a lot uh but over otherwise yeah we would have done too but we couldn't unfortunately well you did an excellent job because it almost is seamless and it, it feels like everybody's in the same room so it's fantastic it? <laughs> and the uh, music uh, uh, composer whoever decided to match the music with the scenes as well seemed to um because you know you you got to have that too right uh, yes. i think that all uh pasted together because um, anytime you have dramatic scenes, you got to have the right sound yes. to um, uh, carry that scene across, right? And uh, that that also was, uh, I'm telling you, it's like a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece is what I mean. It's just very well done, very well. I am a story guy, 100%. And 
usually, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, there's a time and place for silly stuff. But yeah. um, when you're going for something like this, uh, I believe it's like go all in or or not at all. Don't don't half step it. And you guys really you and your team really um, hit home runs here. Um, speaking of home runs, I got a question. Um, so how is uh, what is like with your partnership with um, Microsoft and the Game Pass? Is that seem like that is pushing any um, more views or getting more exposure to a lot of crowds and any impact to getting your game out there since it's a new IP? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's been great partnership with Microsoft. So we're an independent studio, but it's a first party um, kind of deal. So we get this wonderful exposure being on Game Pass has been great because it brings just more people to try it. Because it's such right. a you know unique game that people might be like, oh, it's a bit odd for me. <laughs> but they just try it on Game Pass and then they keep playing. So that's exactly that's, that's exactly. great. Oh, there was that. Uh, and and you know the other thing I think that brings a lot of eyes on um, as Dust Falls is the Twitch integration we've made. Oh, you got to expand <laughs> on that. Wait a minute, yeah, I, that's yeah, something yeah. I didn't know. Go ahead. Oh, you didn't? Okay, <laughs> so you can play the game in broadcast mode. You just like enter your Twitch channel and then your live and your audience can vote in the chat for decisions. That uh, is amazing. And it's been like seeing like very big streamers like uh, Alain Zonka or uh, Amina Tue, like a French guy. And you know, seeing like hundreds of people voting for choices has been like just fantastic. I just love watching some of them. Um, it's been it's been great. And so th these are the two things I think that brings like Game Pass and Twitch brings a lot a lot of eyes on on Asus Falls and help us like you know get people acquainted with the game. That's that's amazing, and I think the choice of allowing people to join in on their phones or whatever, I think that is a great opportunity for collaboration and a lot of and, and I know it you know a lot of people like playing alone but that is huge you know how many people that love to just have that collaboration and want to be a part of uh and then yeah. you have this dramatic thing so yeah I think that you know playing alone I think is awesome because it's very insightful and intimate probably more intense experience but then you know like it initially like this game like i made for really for to have people play with people they love because it's such a wonderful experience to share this kind of stories and storyline with people you you live with or you know your friends like i played with my partner it was it was great i was like oh you're such a nice person just looking at the, <laughs> you know i kind of knew it but it's still like it's amazing to see him make decisions i'm like oh are you really that nice it reveals a lot it really reveals a lot and you know and it's such a seamless experience because you can play with your phone even if your partner is not like a gamer they just play with the app it's super simple anybody can do that your mom could play with you you know, and, and maybe, you know, yeah, I, I think it's like a communal experience as well as a communal experience I highly recommend 
you know whether it's like playing on a on a on a stream or like playing playing like more intimately with your family members or friends it, it gets you like another level of experience because the story is so branching you probably will experience different outcomes and stuff but even if you don't like just experiencing playing with people makes it an entirely different dynamic and atmosphere exactly and and that's what i mean is like so many different ways to experience it because um you know i do typically like playing on my own mainly because i'm more intimate with the story and the characters however i do love the idea of uh, getting the family or friends involved and you know maybe even do a game night and we just kind of go through this and it's i think that that has to be like a new standard <laughs> you know what i mean and um i love and don't get me wrong is i like i said i played a lot of narrative games i you know, um, even the Telltale was really good with theirs as well, but it would be amazing to have that kind of like a standard um, in this type of genre, uh, just just an option so that, you know, we have more uh, collaborations. Like you, like you said, the Twitch integration is huge. That's humongous. Um, Game Pass is also humongous. You know, the more exposure yes. people would try it, and then once they try it and they realize how amazing this is even if it's not their forte let me scoop this up this um <laughs> you know i gotta put this in my collection kind of thing and yeah. i'm also that way so um you know kudos to you and your team there's something i wanted to ask you is that there's a lot of integration in this game so you have the you have the twitch ability you have the phone ability um and then of course multiplayer ability so how long did it take to get all of that worked into the game. What was that like, that design process? So it's been in the design from the beginning. You know, the ability that it's been designed and written for multiplayer. We knew it would be enjoyable as a solo experience as well, but like really, you know, as you say, there's multiplayer, but it's local, online, a mix of those if you want to. It's cross-platform, so you could be playing in your living room with a xbox with someone someone somewhere else like 200 miles away on their pc on steam while you play on game pass like it's it's really very versatile and then as you said this the twitch integration but also playable on x cloud so on your phone with touch input native and um i mean the our code team has been amazing because it looks like it's a simple game it isn't <laughs> it's a big <laughs> game it is a big game we're a small team like 50 of us now but we 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 did the game with mostly like 40 people tops and it's big under the hood you know and it's fine if players don't know that it's not the the goal like the goal is really to go to players and try and uh, accommodate as many occasions of play they have um, so that that was the main reason for doing that, and it was like from the start, like we wanted to achieve that. How long did it the whole development oh, yes. cycle take? Yeah, that was your question, wasn't it? Um, so I think would say we started early 2018, so I'd say four years and a half. And I started earlier because, like you know, started the studio, like. Um, yeah, pitching the game, etc. But like with the team, I would say four years and a half. Wow, that you, excellent job with that time frame too, because this is a big game. 
many choices, many pathways. The voice acting, the the musical score, four years. I'm amazed. I'm blown away <laughs> that you guys were able to do this. That is a lot of dedication and a lot of talent uh, to pull this off. Now, when it comes to the musical score, um, how did you select the tracks based on emotions or character voices? What was that process like? So we worked with a wonderful um, team called Sisters Music, and they're uh, just two women. Now, they're a bit more, many more women now, but like, we worked with Hannah and Esther, and, you know, they were, like, just offering, like, ideas of who could compose and when they suggested uh, Matthew Barnes, AKA for Assault. So we've got like two hours of bespoke uh, music score for us. That's been done specifically for this game. Um, and I just love, you know, the mix of like guitars and he's quite um, contemporary as well. Like he's using like loads of interesting layers, but it's kind of stripped down. It's more like, almost like film score more than game score. And because the game is like this gigantic branching cutscene, um, he was able, like you know, to craft the music to emotional moments or important moments in the game. And we've got like great control of what's happening, depending on which branch you're actually traveling to and from. Like so, the music is really tailored to the story. Um, and I'm not like a music person. I just spoke with him about story and emotions. <laughs> Basically, I was saying, now this is what happens in the story and we want players to feel that. And, you know, it's a, it's a language musicians understand really well because that's what they... So it wasn't really a technical discussion at all. It was an emotional uh, discussion. Artists have a way of uh, uh, expressing themselves and telling a story, even if you don't hear it or see it. So... Uh... It's, it's amazing you got the right choices and the right um, right people on a team to hit those notes because um, it all comes together, right? So that that is uh, great that you went through that. Um, I think what you feel really is the passion of the team, like at every level. Like, yes. you know, the way the cinematics put together is absolutely super skillful. The art, like every frame has been hand-painted by an artist and then put in the game lit color graded like it's crazy amount of work and care like for every shot that's been put in um and it shows like you can feel it when you play it because like people are talented and passionate absolutely um, absolutely so, yeah <clears throat> that's amazing and I, I and um the magic that you put in, that you and your team put into this project is, is definitely shows um, what, I mean, the success of this project, and like I said, hopefully for, uh, you know, nominated for, you know, one of those gaming years things. Um, what, are you, you and your team already thinking about the next project, the next milestone in your in, in you and your team's uh, journey here. Um, you know, is, is you already got your storyboard. You, you, or is, your, is your little thoughts moving like, I already know what I want to do with this next one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're at the moment, we're still like recovering from the launch and, you know, like um, 
focused on what just like the past two weeks because it's great to listen what people think as well that informs what we're going to be doing next obviously um i've got my cogs <laughs> spinning of course uh but i guess like what the what i can say is that you know we're a narrative studio we're going to be doing narrative games keep doing that and especially like for me them. what's very cool is pushing you know mature narrative and the multiplayer and approachability of the experience is like really really close to my heart and important to keep like you know pushing the boundaries of the medium and the genre as well and yes. hopefully yeah get more and more people into games really yo and there is there is a audience okay so you know how many people were sad when telltale was gone so True. it's it's is there is an audience and there will be a bigger audience um especially with you know the way you went about it this time and you know you, you got more exposure with uh, the game pass and the twitch so those are very uniquely and very intelligent strategic moves that i think if you continue with that that is definitely going to provide more people opportunity to get a chance to to experience what what you're putting out there for sure i i think so for sure um and, and it's a good thing because some things go up under the rug there's a lot of gems that you know don't get seen and it's not yeah on, it's not on purpose or anything it's just you know it's more like exposure you know if it's not yeah. in front of them they they don't see it and and, and yeah. that's the case so um like I yeah. said, great, great job, uh, for sure. Yeah, there's there's a couple of things I definitely want to say is, uh, first and foremost, is that it was, the one thing about this is that I know a lot of people compare it to like a livable comic book or a move in motion kind of thing. But to me, it really spoke out like a, almost like a real life visual novel, like a visual graphic novel. And yeah. it's almost like your choices turn the pages and it's like, choose your own adventure, but you know a serious visual graphic novel which is fantastic by the way because nobody's done anything similar to this i mean we had other narrative games but this is unique it's like its own space and it could create its own genre a style of game so fantastic job also well, i went to fan fest and when as dust falls was presented at xbox fan fest the crowd was in all it went wild like everybody was loving this so uh, this was this was a highly look forward to title and that leads me into my question is that game pass and and x cloud i mean that is a decision that you know developers make if if they do that did you approach xbox or did xbox approach you or oh, it was at the time, I think it was back in 2019, we were looking for a publisher and it was funny, actually, it was at E3. <clears throat> and I, I knew someone there at Xbox who was saying, I'm going to introduce you to these first party people, but it's not a pitch because, right? you know, you got your game and but it's just to for them to know the studio. I thought, okay, then let's just have a chat. It's not a pitch, but we present the studio, we present the game we we're making, we play the demo, and at the end they were like, how much is it? And I thought, oh, <laughs> that's that was a pitch actually. So it was like just great connection from the beginning. You know, they were like, they just 
understood the vision. They were like, no questions about what are you trying to achieve exactly? You sure about <laughs> the style? You sure about the story? You don't want to put zombies in? Or, you know, that kind of thing. It was like from the get go, like an understanding of what we were trying to make. Um, and that's just sealed the deal for me. Like I thought, okay, great. They're going to give us creative control and let us entrust us. And they helped us along the way. Like obviously, you know, can't pull that up just with 30 <laughs> people. So it was like, it's been great partnership for that. And, you know, like having Game Pass X Cloud for me, were like, and also being present on Steam as well. Like that was... Like that sealed deal for me. Like it's such a good um, way to like try and reach as many people as possible. Uh, I thought they were like just the best partners. Awesome, that's such a great story. Uh, probably a lot of people didn't know you was at E3 at 2019, yeah. and you wasn't really trying to get your game pitch, but you know, just kind of like you showed something. And it was a gym, and he was like, "Wait a minute." We need to pick, we need to uh, help them get where they need to go. You know, they need to get on a yeah. ship. Let's, let's get them where they need to be. And here we are. Um, like I said, it was something new for me. I was highly unexpected to. And, and for me, I didn't even, I mean, on a surface, you can view it as like a, a novel graphics. Honestly, when you plan it, you forget that yeah. it is because you're too immersed. So, um, and the way that is done, it, it 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 does pull you in to invoke those emotions. So I think all all in all, from the beginning to the end, it sounds like you you hit the jackpot there. You know, you just won the lottery. Um, <laughs> um, he's I, giggling, but I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dion really is is really loves your game list. You know, he's really into the story, and he's probably played it multiple times by now. So I know that sometimes um, developers put like little Easter eggs in the games, like sometimes mm -hmm. with the photos or like their family members or, you know, something like that. So any Easter eggs that go back to any of the development team that are in this game and things like that? I think pretty much everybody's in the game. I mean, <laughs> I mean it. Have you found me? I mean, it. I've got like mm -hmm. one shot, but we've got like pretty much like all the team um, a lot of us are in the party scene at Todd's house in chapter five, but it's pretty much like spread out. We've got the taxi, there's our lead cinematic, Chris. Um, we've got people in the prison. We've got people, yeah, it's like everybody kind of wanted to make an appearance. Um, but it's an Easter egg for us, like, because it just makes us <laughs> happy. Uh, but there's an Easter egg. There's a, a story branch we call Easter egg. Um, and it's in chapter six, when Jay arrives at the, at the national park in Canada. Canada. Mm -hmm. And he meets the ranger. So it's only in one of the sub branches. And there's an option here. If you select it, Jay walks away and he doesn't have to do a horrible thing to go to Canada. Uh, so we call it, the branch itself is called the Easter egg because we added it afterwards because we were like, well, maybe the rest is too cruel. Like you can't really win this, but that's like the silver lining for him. He can make it unscathed. So 
Yeah, that's the one. Oh wow. So I might have to replay that scene then now to yeah. see what the Easter egg is. That's yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um Dion, did you have any other questions? Um, no, I think she I think she answered everything. Uh I had a very good time talking about your your project. Um definitely always sharing, getting people interested and like you said, people that don't even game. Um, yeah. and, and that's the biggest part. I think the idea of Twitch, Game Pass, and xCloud, because a lot of people don't own consoles that don't game. And but, Steam too, right there. But they do have access to their phones. They do have yes. access to the apps. And that will get them interested. And since it's on Game Pass, they don't. they can just subscribe it without a console anyway so yes that 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 is a barrier that is and I, and I generally think that um the genre of games especially the ones that you're this project and future projects are perfect for since you have that mindset that from the beginning this was always part of the plan and that in itself creates that atmosphere and expectation where people are looking for this type of experience going forward. And I think that's huge. Um, so, you know, like I said, kudos to you and your team, you guys knocked it out the park. I can't wait to see what happens next in the next iterations of uh, your cogwheels running around. And, <laughs> and, and um, you know, it's one of those games you don't want to end. You just wish it didn't end, but you know, it's like, heck, I don't know if you, you know, how I'm describing it, but there's only a few games I played where I just don't want the story. I just want to keep going. And, you know, it's because you enjoy it that much. You really love how they put everything together. And this is definitely one of them. And that, that's why I'm saying, you know, every year I got my, my selection and this is definitely one of my selections of the best of 2022 100%. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Amazing job and you know, this is just maybe wishful thinking or fan thinking here, but I I hope one day we get to see like a TV series. I hope one day we get you to know, see you know, maybe even if the future presents itself and we could, you know, on screen, we could choose the story as the actors are playing it out. That would be so cool. That's hey. just a fan wish right there. I did see something like that on Netflix, so I know it's possible. So yeah, they do interactive stuff. Yeah, so you never know. You can never get some know. get you get some uh, get your team be like, okay, let's just uh, take this one and um, yeah, we're gonna make it live action this time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never. Well, you know, I wanna. Go ahead. You know, ahead. I, I just want to say one thing. When you said I don't want this to be over. Um, which is cool. I get that with like, great books as well. I'm like, oh, you, when I talk with people like, oh, you haven't read this one or oh, you're so lucky because I'm finished. I've read <laughs> it and I loved it. But I would say then replay it with your partner or your friends. Yeah, Because there's joy in seeing them React. getting immersed <laughs> in the story, you know, and, and going with them into that adventure. It's like rafting for me. You know, you do something really unique that you don't tend to do every day right right exactly no you're right um 
and I do do that as well. I'm, you know, I'm just speaking for me. I'm a little selfish in that mindset is, you know, I love where I'm at and I just want to keep it going. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but all in all, I, I playing through each scenario and trying different stuff is also amazing too, because, you know, you want to go back and see the choices you didn't make and, and make the other ones just so you can see how it plays out because consequences and things like that changes. So it's always great to fill out that. Yeah, I'd say like your first playthrough is like the most genuine because you go with your guts. Right. And you, you make the choice that really matters to you. And then right. replaying, you know, seeing other branches. Some some players are completionists and love doing that. I think it's, it's nice because it gives you perspective on how big the story is. But I would even more than that, like I'm not, you know, it gets into, you know, discovering all the branches is fine. But I think I'm even more keen like, replaying with other people it really gives you emotions you know because it's again it's genuine you're a little bit more hosting the session maybe because you know Mm -hmm. what some of the stuff but you'll be surprised as well and you think (laughs) you'll discover scenes you probably haven't played and discover elements that you haven't seen at all so it will be genuine for that reason as well because you're experiencing other people Right. Absolutely. You know, real quick, I do want to say that I did that option. You know, I played with some friends after I beat the game and you really learn who a person is when the fridge scene yeah. comes up in the house, yeah. what people yeah. choose. Um, yeah. I decided to override their decisions and then they override oh. me. So, you know, oh. <laughs> you just learn a little bit about people sometimes. But yeah, yes. it's it's amazing. Yeah. Even the override option is a great, great addition to the game it makes it kind of fun because you're fighting with your friends on no i want this no i want this and that's just so creative i I haven't seen any other game with an option like that before so it's like a new mechanic to me and i don't even know how you guys thought of it but it's genius it is a genius mechanic to put in the game so i and i also want to point out carlo did not play with me even though we're best friends mainly because we'll make the same choice so it kind of be boring so he picks other people that are not uh, have the same uh, mindset. The fridge, yeah, I, I realized that in the fridge scene, you know. I I, I bet you'd be surprised. I bet. Yeah, oh, maybe, no. maybe we'll get that Easter egg branch if we play together. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Yeah, and I just want to thank you for everything. Thank you for coming through and sharing your your journey, your story. Congratulations on the launch and success. Uh, man, um, I can't wait to see what you your team come out with next. Um, this has been great, great conversation, great living through uh, your eyes, your perspective of your journey and how this game means to you and your team. Um, uh, like clowns fish i mean uh carlo finish i just i just wanted to thank you for all that this this means a lot to be honest wow that's yeah. the best reward thank you so much and i want to thank you for coming on and sharing your stories with us behind the scenes a little insight the easter eggs are always so exciting so <laughs> that's really cool I'll, I'll keep a lookout on chapter five for the party scene as well um <laughs> so thank you so much for your time caroline Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's great to hear you talk about the game and I'm so glad it resonated with you.
So anytime, it was great to chat with you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you.